Have you ever experienced one of those crisis moments in life where you say to yourself, my life is over. It can leave you feeling helpless and if things are really bad, you may even feel like the world is conspiring against you. And you've probably experienced something in your life that has caused significant heartbreak. And if you haven't, I want to know who you are. The first time it happened to me was the summer of my junior year of college. And I remember it vividly. The guy I had been dating throughout my entire junior year, we had been talking about marriage and um, he had come to visit me in Canada. The end of the summer, he dumped me for another girl. And it felt like the literal worst of the time. Of course, hindsight is 2020. (laughs) Just in case you're wondering about those guys you dated a long time ago just move on. Okay. It can be hard to move on from something that you've put your heart and your soul into. Of course, breaking up can be very difficult, but so can starting over. Whether it's losing your job, walking away from the dream of having a lifetime with someone, letting go is not what we expect to do when we start something. There is a silver lining though. Saying goodbye to someone always brings about the opportunity to embrace new love. And when we take the time to evolve, to become stronger, to become more self-aware, we can find new direction and even become more resolute on what we truly want in life and in love. And I've had my fair share of starting points throughout my life. So whether you are experiencing loss right now, or you're just wondering how you're going to begin life again when things start to gain a little bit of momentum and normalcy, I have a few tips that I want to share with you. You're listening to The Courage Cast, a show to equip and empower women to live bravely. Each week we'll share coaching conversations and stories of women who are willing to face their fear and pursue their purpose. Here's your host, life coach, author, and your secret weapon. Hey friends, my name is Andrea Crisp. I'm so glad that you joined me today for another episode of the Courage Cast. You know what? I'm really honored that we're hanging out together. And if we haven't already connected on Instagram or Facebook, I'd love to connect with you. You can find me at at the.couragecast or at Miss Crispy. We also have launched a brand new private Facebook group that I'd love for you to join. It's just a group that will help you to be intentional about taking brave steps in your life moving forward. We have great conversation and also some really great prompts for you to take away and to actually move yourself forward, which I think is really the important part about what we do when we understand our purpose and our potential and really living into that. So I love to hang out with you there. Well, I wanted to give you a little short update on what's going on in life here in Northern Ontario. You know, things aren't like super exciting, but you know, they're good. They're really good. Like COVID has been weird and, you know, we've spent a lot of time just kind of hanging out as a family and doing things together, a lot of togetherness, which is good. And it's, you know, brought about understanding. It's brought about kind of soul searching, but you know what also it's brought about? watching a lot of sunsets over the Vermilion River, which I love to do. I love just to take a drink out onto the porch and just 
you know, say hi to the people that are walking by and, you know, just watch the sun go down. I've also been walking the trails and taking the kayak out onto the lake. There's a remote part of the lake that I love to take the kayak out really, really early in the morning and then go swimming. It's just such a relaxing and beautiful place to be in the summer. And it has actually been kind of like a little bit of a refuge, honestly, if I can just say that, because, you know, during these times that have been super uncertain, it's just been kind of nice to be in a small town, to be with my family and just to be living life in a way that is just simple. And, and I'm, I'm loving it. I'm loving the simple life. I want to know what you're doing. So let me know, like, what are you doing right now? How are you shifting and changing and growing? What are the things, the life updates that you have? 2020 has been something else. I mean, we've had quite the year and I hope that you have been leaning into that tension of what's happening not trying to avoid the change and the growth because I know that that's a really easy thing to do is just to go, yep, let's move on from that. And I have been talking quite a bit on the podcast um, about just really staying in the tension. And if there was ever a time for change, it's now. But I get it. This season in life, not just season of the year, but season of life has been really, really hard. And I know that the toll that it's taking on people is really um, emotionally draining. It's mentally exhausting and it can be isolating. It can feel confusing. You may even feel like there's some disappointment in your life or frustration or downright rage because it's hard and you might be angry at the loss of the things in your life. I have felt my own anger boiling over at times just by listening to the news or watching what people are posting on social media, which I've had to curb because (laughs) it's a lot. And I've actually muted and unfollowed so many people that I know, so many people I love and respect that are just posting the craziest stuff online. Okay. So last week I released a solo episode and today I am doing another one. And Loki, today is our third anniversary of the podcast. I know we're not making a big deal about it. I decided that I'm not going to do anything big to celebrate, but I definitely don't want it to go by without mention. And I'm going to shout a few people out here in a bit, but this has just been kind of a monumental time for us. And um, if you've been with us throughout this entire journey, I mean, thank you so much for being here. But stay tuned to the end because I just might shut you out. Okay, so let's get back to last week's episode. It was one that I really struggled with releasing and it kind of turned me inside out for about a good week before I actually recorded the episode and then aired the episode. And it's a story of why I left the church. And in the episode, I talk about when it's time and appropriate for us to leave toxic situations. Today, I want to flip the script a bit. We're still talking about change, but from a different perspective. And I'm going to give you some of my best tips for starting over because I think that is really important right now. 
And I think that many of us are in this place of reevaluating and starting over. And I have just happened to have the opportunity to start over a lot, many, many times. Um, That's not the episode for that, but you can trust me on that one. So let me ask you a question. When was the last time you started something new? Maybe moved to a new city or decided to take up a new hobby or you joined a new community group or church or you made a new friend? I get it that it I get that it might seem a little difficult right now to imagine starting something new because we are barely able to even go anywhere at the moment, but I think this is a great time for us to start thinking about what life will look like and how you plan to navigate it when you're able to get out and about. Now, it's not like you're going to be able to presuppose what's going to happen, but just being able to navigate something new is always a really good skill to have. Without a doubt, we are going to be in a position to start over very, very soon. And I know that can be a little scary, sometimes even a little daunting, which is why these three tips hopefully will be something that will help you to begin moving forward in your life. I want to share a little story with you about one of my former clients who has had some really tremendous success in her life. And she has navigated change and starting over just so gracefully. I could seriously gush about this woman. She came to me for coaching and she was pretty set with what she wanted in her life. She knew exactly like the plan that she wanted to unfold And she was kind of holding on pretty tightly to that plan. The problem was that she was actually quite unhappy in her work situation. And even though she had this really great job and a leadership position within the company, she wasn't being given the opportunity to grow and to move forward within that company, which was something that she really wanted for herself. And she had been living in the city For several years, she had settled into community. She had built some really great friendships, but she knew that there was something missing within her life, but she just couldn't put her finger on it. So when we started coaching, a lot of our conversations centered around finding out what she truly wanted and digging deeper into the values that she held dear and to kind of pinpoint exactly what it is that she desired for her life. And there were times where she had a hard time believing that what she wanted was actually possible, which is why she had not been able to move forward. So of course we did some mindset work and working around getting over those obstacles in particular. Like she wondered things like, could she really have the job that she wanted that would move her forward in her career and give her opportunities for growth and also to shift and change? Was there somewhere else that she might actually feel that she was more fulfilled and purposeful within her life? And there was the whole conversation around dating and getting married and finding someone, a life partner to spend her life with. But her biggest obstacle was not her job, was not community, was not where she lived, and wasn't even the potential for marriage. It was her propensity to 
overthink all the what ifs of starting over again. And that is what so many people struggle with. The thought of starting over can actually feel worse than starting over. And so many people choose to stay put because they are worried about changing things and what that is going to require of them. But we are right now in this season of change moments. They are our everyday lives and something that is a constant. So the sooner we embrace what is happening, the better off we'll be. So if you're struggling with letting go of the past and embracing what is right in front of you, I think these tips are going to help you for starting over. There is nothing about this year that feels normal. With everything going on in the world and what has taken place over the past few months, you may be feeling like it's time to make some serious changes. And it could be that you've even started to reevaluate the direction of your life and asking yourself questions like, are my dreams even relevant anymore? Which is totally normal, by the way. So let me ask you this. Are you happy with your life? Do you feel like you are fulfilled in your relationships? Because what you believe to be true about your life, well, that's what you're going to create because beliefs make up your life experience. So if you don't change what you believe to be true about yourself, your circumstances, then you're never going to be able to change the situation you're in. So you may be wondering, okay, Andrea, how do I change those beliefs? It all starts with getting really clear on what you want your life to look like. That's step number one being clear on who it is you want to be and then what you truly want to do with your life and how you're going to make that happen. But too often, what we do is we let our excuses keep us spinning our wheels and then we get stuck in that space emotionally, physically, and spiritually. And that's a place we don't want to be in. And there's no one that understands that more than I do because my friend, I have truly been there. So let me ask you this. What do you want to see happen this year? I know it feels like, you know what? I'm not in control. And you're right. You're not always going to be in control, but you can shift things from the inside out. So maybe you know deep down that there needs to be a change, but you're not entirely sure how to do that. Well, I would love to have a conversation with you about how we can make that happen within your life so that you can become the woman you've always wanted to be, the woman you know you are. So don't let excuses hold you back. Don't let your fears or your limitations keep you from making those big steps and taking that courage that you need and implementing it in your life. Schedule a free 30-minute call with me and we're going to talk about all of these things and how you can begin to move forward within your own life. So to do that, All you have to do is go to my website, which is andreacrisp.ca forward slash schedule and book a free coaching session with me. Now, this is for first time clients only, but I would love to chat with you and see how you can begin to shift your life. So whether you're starting over in a new job, maybe you have just moved, perhaps 
things have significantly changed in your household. I know many of my friends have talked about different partners changing positions or losing jobs or really kind of shifting the whole family dynamic. I mean, there's a lot of new things happening in such uncertainty. So I hope that by sharing these tips with you today, that it will give you uh, a little bit more of a foundation for starting over when you really feel like things are uncertain in your life. So the first one is open yourself up to new possibilities, new opportunities, and new people. And I know that that can be hard to do sometimes, but it takes time to really start over somewhere. And we have to give ourselves the permission to have the time to really allow ourselves to know whether or not um, the place we're in is where we want to stay. But we have to be open. If you ever moved as a child, then you probably have experienced this. So whether you move to a new house or you um, change schools or even move from one end of the country to another, then you know what it feels like for your life to be upended. Well, when I was in kindergarten, my parents made the decision to leave Saskatchewan, which was where my dad was stationed in the RCMP at the time. And we moved to the nation's capital of Canada, which is Ottawa. And now a big part of the decision for my parents to move was so that we would be closer to our extended family. But I was only six years old at the time. And even at that time in my life, I knew moving across the country meant completely starting over. And I actually talked about it in kindergarten every day in our little share circle. I, sh- I actually talked about it so much that my kindergarten teacher told me that I could <laughs> I had to stop talking about it. Okay. I'm an overprocessor. What can I say? So we were moving and I knew that I was going to live in a new house in Ontario, in a new town, go to a new school and inevitably make new friends. And you'd think, okay, well, that's not a problem for a kid. And, you know, it certainly probably should be easy. But my mom told me years later that after that move, I kind of lost a bit of my spark. The change was really hard for me. Since, But since then, I have moved more times than I can count. And just last summer, I moved again from downtown living in Toronto to small town Ontario. And it was another huge adjustment because I had established a life in Toronto and a life that I loved. But it was time for me to start over and to have something new. And this time it seemed like it was way harder than any of the previous times. I had a really hard time opening up myself to new opportunities because I didn't really want to let go of what had been. I wasn't really interested in making new friends because I didn't want to stay in the small town for very long. And I didn't even know that we were going to have COVID and everything that was going to happen after that. And to be honest, I could have cared less about the new opportunities here because the truth was I thought I was just passing through. Starting over is never really that cut and dry. So for me, I had to remember that I have to always be open to new possibilities, new opportunities and new people. And it's been something that I have been reminding myself over and over again, that even during this time right now, 
that there are new possibilities, new opportunities, and new people, whether it's virtually, whether it's just having conversations with the neighbors or people that I see in the grocery store or however that looks, I need to stay open. So I want to encourage you, maybe in this change that you're going through in this season, it is staying open to new possibilities, new opportunities, and new people. The second one would be staying in a constant state of accepting and releasing. First of all, we have to accept what is in front of us. And I know that that can be a difficult thing because some of them are opportunities which are amazing, but oftentimes it's challenge and it's kind of being in that place of growth. So it's accepting what is and accepting that we are in something right now that we would have never imagined being in. And then releasing the old ways of doing things, the old mindsets, the old narrative, the old perspectives, because those are no longer going to serve us moving forward. And whatever you've relied on in the past and grown accustomed to, you may have to just let go. It's not just about starting over when we're changing our physical location, although that does seem like the natural example. We also start over when we get a new job. And just think about your first day of work. Uh, When you went in, you probably had butterflies in your stomach and you were, you know, nervous about what it was going to be like, you know, where was your office going to be and how long was it going to take you to get to work with your commute and would you have time to stop and grab coffee or who are you going to talk with and who do you go to lunch with? All those things, you know, we just wonder what our first day is going to be like. And sometimes we have to be in a place where we are really, um, being challenged to grow and change. And relationships are no different. Many people keep lifelong friends because they don't want to be vulnerable enough to make new ones. Now, in no way am I saying that it's a bad thing to have lifelong friends. I have many friends who I've known for like since I was a child and I'm still friends with. But we have to allow ourselves to grow within those friendships and within those relationships. When we start new friendships, we can often feel apprehensive about getting too close to that person because we don't really know them, we don't trust them right away. So we wonder if we're sharing too much or we're not sharing enough. Or we even wonder, like, does that person even wanna be friends with us? And that's not something that we just experience in high school or in junior high. That's something as an adult that we all wonder or we all experience. So the third thing is starting new friendships require openness and vulnerability. Before COVID shut everything down, I attended one meeting at Toastmasters. I had just been in Ontario for about a month after the Christmas holidays, and I knew that I really wanted to get involved somewhere in the community. And I wanted to develop my public speaking skills. So I thought, you know what? Hey, I'm going to try Toastmasters. I was so nervous the first night. I was driving there and of course I ended up being late because I couldn't find a spot to park. It was cold, it was winter. And then when I got into the community center, I couldn't find the correct room. And and it ended up that I walked in and I had to like interrupt the meeting. It was, uh, it was like the first, it was the worst first impression ever. You know, change is difficult for most people. It's been difficult for me 
over the years, whether I have moved cities, jobs, countries, established new relationships, let go of things in my life, um, which is one of the things that I talked about last week, letting go of, of relationships and toxic situations. But here's the thing. When you are able to see how far you've come, then it's easier to establish those new habits and patterns to move forward. It's easier to be open to the new possibilities, to what can be, and allowing yourself to dream beyond maybe what you've seen in your life before. I know that so often we can get in these stagnant um, moments and we can just kind of want to (laughs) stay stuck, but when we can see the potential for what is possible, then we are able to really shift and change and grow. And beyond that, then we're also able to accept what is and release those things that we need to let go of. And a lot of that really is going to be dependent on the people we surround ourselves with, the friendships we have, the relationships that we're in, and that will require you to kind of grow in your level of openness and to grow in your level of vulnerability. So whether you're changing jobs right now, whether you are trying to start a business or you are just really reevaluating what is the purpose in your life and where do you want to go? Where do you see yourself um, moving forward post-COVID and with all the things and all the changes going on in the world, you might be doing a lot of evaluation on what comes next. I want to wrap the podcast up today by telling you what happened to my client. Now, she made some major changes in her life towards the end of our coaching relationship. And I was so proud of her because not only did she quit her job, (laughs) it was like the best day when she quit her job, but she landed herself a brand new gig in a new city. She established relationships right away and she got involved in her community. She started to um, get out and be active within her community and joined a, a group, a sporting group. It was really cool to watch to see her do that. And she was really open and vulnerable to developing new relationships. And she started dating right away and was seeing so much uh, growth and change within her life. And not only that, but she was able to purchase her very first home. And she was able to do all of this because she got out of her own way. She stopped overanalyzing and started living. And she took action. It was small steps at first. It was little incremental shifts that she started before she moved by becoming open to possibility by dreaming, by knowing that she had to move past some of those roadblocks that were in her way. But when she finally did that, she was able to walk away from a toxic work environment and she was able to embrace the potential of the new opportunities that were gonna come her way. And as she did, she took one step at a time, things unfolded for her in the most beautiful way. And I know for you, whatever you're facing right now, you may feel as though you uh, are in a place right now where you have some obstacles that you need to overcome. So I wanna just encourage you to take that time to really evaluate what it is that you do want out of your life 
And if you feel closed minded, that's one sure sign that you might be resisting the changes that are coming your way, but just lean into it, lean into that tension and just allow it to grow you and to change you so that you can move forward in what it is that is going to be your future. Because I know that it's probably going to look a little bit different than what you knew before. You may be considering a big change in your life right now. Maybe you're wondering if you have what it takes to navigate that change. In all of this uncertainty and in the time that seems so confusing and overwhelming, you wanna know what my answer is? My answer is a hell yes. You can totally navigate the changes that are coming because you have the tools that you need to navigate and to make the transition just a little bit easier. Now, I'm not gonna say that it's gonna be a walk in the park and like everything's gonna go perfectly because that doesn't always happen. But if you're thinking about changing jobs, careers, going back to school, getting your master's, stay open to possibility and stay open to love because it is on its way. And when you're open to what is possible, then you will experience something you never thought that you would see in your lifetime. Living bravely requires us taking action every single day. It's not just about having a dream and just hoping magically that it happens. It's about knowing that we have to have a strategy in place to move it forward in incremental steps. And I know that you're probably doing something right now that is moving you towards your dream. So I wanna hear about it. I wanna hear what your wins are. I want you to share with me something that is happening within your life that you really want to celebrate. So find me on Instagram and tag me at at the dot courage cast. Share with me that you listened to this episode and that you have something that you are celebrating within your life right now. Maybe you have just completed your master's degree. Perhaps you got a new job or maybe you just finished writing a manuscript for something I want to know and I want to celebrate it with you. So make sure to tag me at at the dot courage cast so we can celebrate our wins together. Friends, I want to thank you for joining me today on this episode of the courage cast we are celebrating a huge milestone our third anniversary of the podcast we could not do this without faithful listeners and people encouraging us along the way um, from the entire team of steven and myself and my dog panda who just (laughs) breathed a big sigh of relief apparently she is also glad that we have made it through three seasons we want to say thank you for joining us here on the podcast and i want to shout out a few people that have left reviews over the past year or a few years in fact emma and brett and stephanie and jessica sherry and jen Dallas, Shane, Ashley, Ruth, Alyssa, uh, Roxanne, Michelle, Danny, Amanda, and Karina. You guys have been such faithful friends and uh, people who have supported the podcast. And and I also want to just share a beautiful message that um, was posted to our Facebook group just uh, a few days ago. It's from Kalina. It says, this exact part hit me so hard. 
I'm an in-your-head person and I haven't stopped thinking about it. So much going on in my life right now, I cried through the whole episode, lol. It was also 1am. This episode was so good. It's messages like that that make this podcast and doing it and being here just so worthwhile doing the journey with you. I'm so glad that these episodes and the guests that are on the show are encouraging to you, are helping you take brave steps every day in your life in some way. So whether you listen to one show, whether you listen to five minutes or you've listened to every single one, I want to say huge thank you from the bottom of my heart. And for all the people that help us along the way, uh, big love to Alyssa who has helped us so much with branding and also with the website and so many other things to Kate who does our voiceovers to Steven who has done the music and who is just such an encouraging voice in my life and and also to Jeremy of the Podcast Academy who has helped me to just really streamline these episodes and where we are going the vision is stronger than ever we're so excited to keep moving forward three years and counting baby and here we go until next time remember you have everything you need to live bravely If you like this episode of The Courage Cast, we'd love to hear from you. Leave us a rating and review, and while you're there, hit subscribe so you never miss an episode. Original music and production by Stephen Crilly.